Professional Perspective Business Summit podcast is sponsored by Six Connections. Tony, did you know that you're connected to anyone on the planet in six conversations? Yes. Yes, I did. Six degrees of separation or the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's anyone involved in the Hollywood film industry can be linked to Kevin Bacon within six steps and Microsoft even worked it out. <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you know, listen to this, Do you know how many connections I am aware from David Beckham? <laughs> uh, no. Well, I'm two. Okay. It's only two. How, how two? Through, You're only two away? Yeah, through Dave Scholes and then Chris Casper and then David Beckham. Who would you like to have a conversation with, Laura? Can you think of anyone? Ooh, there's quite a few people. But one person that speaks to mind is Holly Willoughby. Because I feel like she's a celebrity, but not too famous. That she's unattainable. And I really want to be on the, mo- on the show that she's on. I wonder how, connections, how many connections you are from Holly Willoughby. If you can reach them, you can help them. That's how we save the world. Separation sounds negative. Connections sounds positive. Six connections. Got it. So whoever we are, I suppose we all go through challenges in life. Some conversations are really tough, but six connections helps to make them easier. Real conversations around mental health in actual normal places. So in the pub, on a night out or at the football, in the good times, as well as the not so good. It's really important to have a conversation before the crisis and be powered by mates. How is this actually done, Laura? Well, I will tell you. Please. It's done through a series of training sessions for organisations, mainly around the north of England at the moment, but world domination is on the cards. Mm. Whether that's in a corporate space, in the education sector, or a grassroots sport, etc., etc. Plus, there's a range of products associated with that conversation. They're northern, so obviously they included brews, biscuits, and beer. You like beer and brews and biscuits, don't you, Tony? I do, I do. But not just any beer. This is the clever bit. A QR code on the side of each beer and each product leads to the Six Connections website of mental health support and help. So support not just for the people needing a helping hand, but for the mate wanting to help but not sure how to start the conversation or where the backup is. Aw, what can I do to help? Thank you, Laura. That's a nice question. Six Connections wants to partner with like-minded people with their products or your products making a difference in your local community and further afield. The message is more effective the bigger it goes. You're making a difference to people's lives just by doing what you do best. This will be amazing publicity whilst making a real impact. You've been supporting Six Connections and the team, haven't you, Laura? Oh, yeah. We, I love the team at Six Connections. Uh, but we started with the, the 365 Thank Brews, mm. which are the coffee bags, and we use Six Connections for them. Um, so we send them out within the team. We send them to customers, suppliers, as a positive initiative to encourage people to stop and take the time for themselves to have a chat. Each coffee bag provides a direct link to the Six Connections website for our help and support. What do you do, Tony? Uh, nothing. No. No. (laughs) Christmas Connections Beers, so we produce a range of white label beers for businesses with the magical QR code on that links to the website of support around Christmas time. Mm, Why don't you have six conversations? What do you mean? Well, what if every listener had a conversation with six mates around mental health, Ah. even if it was just to say, we're doing okay right now, but if we aren't, I'll be here for you. There's a song in there somewhere. Mm. And will you be here for me? Conversation before the crisis is how we save the world. It's how resilience works. Hashtag powered by mates. For more information, please check out the website. It's sixconnections.co.uk or check out the socials, which is at powered by mates. 
Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome back to a fresh perspective on business podcast. This is episode 117. I'm Laura Leyland, back after a little hiatus, and I'm with Tony Greenwood. Yabba dabba do, baby. Chumba wumba, I'm back. Hey, Tony. Hi. How are you today? I am hot. I am sat in the... Smoking. Crea- not like that. Okay. I am sat- We are sat in the Creative Individuals Podcast Studio, who, if they didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they do produce powerful digital content. But today, they're producing powerful heat out the radiators because... It's pumping out. <laughs> it's seriously pumping. I mean, it's six degrees outside. But it is 16. <laughs> me and Tony are sat here in our swimwear. I'm sweating. Honestly, I'm sweating. It's, it's, it's not... Apart from that, I'm Excellent news. I'm absolutely Excellent. fine. It's a while since we've done a podcast together. Oh, I know. I oh. missed you. I know. Well, I, I, felt, I, don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> I felt weird uh, listening back to the last two weeks. Yeah. We're not being there. I know. It's Serious FOMO. Yeah. It's, mm. um, but it's good and we're back and cracky O'Reilly. I just can't get over how hot I am, but that's fine. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for, uh, for new listeners... We always like to have a bit of a European feel to the start of the podcast. So this is the most important um, question of my week, and I'm sure it's the most important question of your week. So please pin your ears back, as I say. This is episode 117 of Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. But Laura, please tell me, tell everyone, what is that in Spanish, please? Episodio numero 117. Oh, that was a lot of sound. (laughs) Mouthful, isn't it? Yes, I wasn't expecting that elongated message. It's very, so tongue twist that. Mm. And you do sound Spanish when you do it, don't you? Do you put a bit of a twang on? Muchas gracias. Uh, Buenas noches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had a pre-production meeting yesterday, which I think is important for the podcast. Um, So what we're going to try to do today is um, focus a little bit more on the topic in hand, rather than just having a natter between ourselves in a podcast studio, which is nice, but we want to give more back to the listeners, don't we? Yeah, maybe um, we could do 15% information and life <laughs> okay. hacks and 85% nonsense. Okay. Does notch it up a little bit. Well, it was 50-50 last night, but if you want to do 50 Was it 50-50? And then also, I wanted to apologise to people that probably don't know us or haven't listened to podcasts for ages. When we talk about other people, we just say names. And you're probably like, who the heck is that? And so like, so you now, say like, oh yeah, when I went to this place with Pete, you're probably thinking, well, who's Pete? Pete's my boyfriend. So Pete. I am going to try and explain all of that as we go through. Pete is also one of the strongest men in Lancashire because he, he competes in strongman uh, competitions and lifts loads and loads of heavy stuff. Like mm. boulders, like they used to do in the, in the um, in the olden times. Yeah, I can't think <laughs> of an age, but like proper big boulders and stuff over your head and throws things, heavy things, not like and uh, pulls milk. massive trucks. He pulls trucks and like, like you know, like a, not pulls like trees a, up with his bare arms. Like, not like a transit van either. You know, like a massive lorry, like what a transformer, <laughs> like Optimus Prime. <laughs> People's optimus. Basically, Prime. yes. I'm telling you, this guy is. Oh, it reminds me. I've got his jacket in my car. His, why have you got Pete's jacket? Because he, oh, from, right, okay. Um, he, 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 he could, Pete could easily just pull a tree up with his bare arms in the forest. He's so powerful and muscly. Whilst we're talking about Pete, 
Oh my God, this morning. He's gone on a stag do to Prague and he's the best man. <laughs> what? That is some serious responsibility. I know. And he's not, he's not very good at being proactive and planning ahead. So it's really oh. pushed him out of his comfort zone. Anyway, so he's going to Prague and I was like, how are you getting to the airport? He's like, I'm getting in the train at 5.20 a.m. He's like, I'm going, he's like, I'm going to drive to the car park because we've got a permit. I'm going to park it, get on the train. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, have you checked the trains? Because they're not very reliable at the moment. And he's like, yeah, and it seems fine. Anyway, this seems morning. Seems is the word. this morning. Bro. <laughs> bro, you need to wake up. I'm like, it's, it's not even six o'clock at this point. I'm like, what? He went, my train's been cancelled. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You, you, you goon, Pete. <laughs> he's like, I need to get to the airport. And he's, you can tell he's panicking because his flight is at half eight and this is like maybe quarter to six. So he needs to get a shuffle on. So I, and, and one of my things that I hate most in, in the world is that getting up and doing something immediately. Yes. So I had to get up. Pete made me a coffee, get dressed, and just get in my car and I was so sad. Oh, and do you know what surprises me about that? Pete always comes across to me. My perception of Pete is that he's well organised. He's very, very intelligent. Obviously, he's very strong, but he do, he's he's got all his ducks in a row. That's how he comes across. I'm surprised that that's happened to Pete. I'm surprised. I think he's just happened. a very optimistic person as well. So perhaps I'm naive <laughs> <laughs> as regards public transport in 2022 then yeah like there's no way i would have got the train this morning because because he can't drive because obviously he's going to be hammered when he gets back so he can't drive his car back so you know, he has to get a taxi but they are expensive at the moment so i get it he's trying to save money but i mean he's, he's he saved his own money this morning and spent my my fuel <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and i'll probably end up having to pick him up <laughs> maybe that was the plan all along <laughs> he looked at trains last night and he went yeah, the train is cancelled, but my girlfriend will definitely not say no. <laughs> Laura, Laura. And he, yeah, and he knows if he asks me in the morning when he literally has no other options, I'm going to have to take him or else he doesn't get to go. Laura, look at my muscles. Will you take me to the airport? <laughs> oh, I actually will. Um, so good luck to Pete on a, uh, a stag doing prog. A best man is some serious responsibility, let me tell you. I've been a best man. <laughs> um, so you will know. I do. And Prague. I've been to Prague four times on four separate stag do's. Have you? Oh. I've been twice, but not on any stag do's or hen do's. Holy moly. Uh, I probably can't tell any of the stories on this podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, this is the usual section of the podcast uh, where we tell you what we've been doing. The, the first thing on this list is abseiling at networking, which is two words that I would not think would go together. <laughs> no, um, me either. When no. we've been to the Anderson Centre networking for the I Can Trust Network, mm. Northwest I Can Trust Network, mm. we've done things like we've done a tree climb, a leap of faith, we've done raft building, kayaking, canoeing, paddle boarding. Mm. We got there, they're like, oh, it's a surprise. They gave me this folder with a map in it and some coordinates. I'm like, oh, this I'm the worst person to give a map to. So we had to do orienteering to get Ooh, to this car yeah. park in Angles Arc. And then they're like, they were there with hats and harnesses I'm like uh oh we're either climbing or abseiling and I'm not good with heights I wonder what I would do with that then well I suppose if you, if you just don't look so when it, the, the weirdest thing is being at the top and they put your harness on and attach you to everything I sat back in it before I went over the edge so I could feel what it was like and then I just kind of shifted sideways so that my back was facing the descent and then you, you're just looking at the rock in front of you no thanks oh god it was a how, bit how far down was it please it was taller than a big house. 
No, that's what the Amberton Centre man said because Cheryl asked him how high it is and that's what, what he said. What an unusual... I'm like, it's a really, really big house then. What an unusual unit of measurement. Of, I would say a block of flats. That's what it felt like anyway. How many flats in the block? Honest to God. But the worst bit is when you go over the edge because it goes against every single natural instinct that you've got. And then once I was there, I felt secure and I got a bit of a shuffle and I was about, like well, pushing yeah. out oh, and okay. I did actually enjoy it. But... We and Cheryl ended up being one of the last ones, and there was probably about 25 people. I should have gone first, really, to get it over and done with, but I think that was everyone's mentality. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, it was, I enjoyed it, but it was just a bit nervous to begin with. So, yeah, face a fear, not a fear, but overcome a hurdle. If you're a business in the north of England, you're looking for some teamwork, some team-building stuff, get to the Anderson Centre. Uh, they should be sponsoring the podcast, actually. So, I David Germain, I know you listen to this. So, um, I might have mentions to get. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, David. Come on, David. Get your finger out and, and be like Six Connections and sponsor the podcast and support us, please. <laughs> Where are we going tonight, Tony? <laughs> going to put a tux on, baby. And some shiny black shoes. We're going to the High Voice. going to King George's Hall, which is in Blackburn, which is a very grand part of Blackburn. Is it? I've never it's been. It's too grand for I'm Blackburn. I'm glad it's not Blackpool. I'm sick of going to Blackpool. Mm. It's too far. I'm <laughs> I'm going as a um, as an indirect guest of Pierce Accountants, which is going to be excellent. There's How are you going? As a, what's an indirect guest? Well, um, um, Six Connections um, are on the table, but they're already going with Charlotte Knoll. Charlotte, Charlotte Knoll's elector. If you'd oh. like to sponsor the uh, podcast, show. By all accounts, I've never, I've not properly met her, but oh, she I'll is lovely. I'll introduce you to yeah. I also know a few people from Pierce. One of the guys was a judge uh, from Pierce Accountants. I would love an intro to them. Tonight, I'm, I'm <laughs> me, Lisa Kennelly is meeting me, and there's a full itinerary. There's, they sent me a full itinerary, send a car to pick me up. Oh, wow, <laughs> sending a car! I know. So, if anyone from Pierce, How fancy, <laughs> oh, no, it's like you're on suits or something. Dave's absolutely gutted. <laughs> Why is he not getting a car? You have to drive. <laughs> So shout out Not to... Not only are you an indirect guest, you're like an indirect VIP. I know. So shout out to Pierce Accountants. Thank you. Uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with people at the Hive Awards tonight. Can you believe that? Well, you probably can. Fresh Perspective are nominated. No, for not one, not two, not three, not four. Five, baby. Five awards. I mean... I, I mean, by the law of averages, we have to win one. <laughs> I was going Surely. I, I was trying to think of the right words to say. <laughs> <laughs> but... We're going to win some awards tonight. We are going to win some awards, and it's going to it's going to feel good. It's going to feel uh, it's going to feel great. So yeah, King George's Hall. It's a it's a six thirty start. It's a black tie. Have you got your dress? You must have. Well, I'm not wearing a new one. I know, which is strange following the podcast last week, because I thought I'm going to wear a dress that I've not worn for ages. The last time I wore it, I won an award. So maybe it's a lucky penny. Okay. We're going to do it. Mm. Is everyone, um, is the full squad going? No. <laughs> of course not. That only happens once a year at Halloween. We'll talk about um, that. Lindsay's, it's one of Lindsay's oh. children's birthdays. birthdays. She's going to Alton Towers. Oh, yeah. So she won't be back in time. Hmm. It's a long time since I've been to Alton Towers. Oh, I love Alton Towers. Yeah, I do. I love screwing my head off on the ride. I feel yes. like it's really good stress reliever. Yeah, we should go. We should go. Oh. Write that down. But talk about Halloween. Yeah, it's the only ta- it's the only night of the year that apparently all twelve freshies can get together. Oh my god, we went out and we parted, and everyone's costumes were amazing. <laughs> but every- oh, it was so good. 
everyone in the in the in we went to Rivington Barn, which is near the Anderton Centre. If you want to sponsor the podcast in Chorley, um, it's like a massive converted barn. But they, when they throw a party, those kids they go to town on the the decor. The experience is absolutely mega. They had flashing strobe lights. They had massive. Proper Halloween decorations. The food was awesome. Fire eaters. Fire eaters, which was unexpected. Um, a, a really good saxophonist and bongo player. Oh, Excellent. The, uh, energy. We need to get these people for the freshies. Mm, yeah, I know who that. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, I know who they are. Good. We'll talk off air about that. And um, a great band, a great dick. Their music was banging. I shazammed a couple of songs. The music was great. The food was great. The the drinks were expensive. But apart from that, it was bloody spectacular. It was spectacular. There was, a, there was an, an Indian Aborigine man there <laughs> with a giant black headdress. It was superb. <laughs> I went as Iron Man, of course, which is in tradition with uh, Halloween. Of course, uh, um, yeah. Laura went as Harley Quinn. Harley? Harley? Harley Harley Quinn, Quinn from um, DC Comics. Um, the, I mean, check out our social media. Wow. I had the ultimate accessory. Yeah. I had a joker. <laughs> I've got the jacket in the car. Yeah, and Pete's um, Pete's hair was just a, a thing of magnificence. <laughs> Wasn't it? It looked, it just looked, if anyone can pull off the joker, it's um, it's Pete, isn't it? And he, he did so well. And he did his own makeup. I was very impressed. Yeah, he did. Very, very he impressed. He did great. Well done, Pete. Well, uh, what else have you been up to? I... How's your um, OnlyFans page going? I want to talk to you about OnlyFans. It, it's not going anywhere, as you can probably imagine. But I, I, I like... I just, <laughs> do you know what? I like doing some left-field stuff. And... <laughs> I know, just, just hear me out, though. Just hear me out. And the, the more I think about this OnlyFans piece, not just for me, but for, for Fresh, then the more I think it's got legs. Because apparently... And if let's <laughs> just let all it's stupid, just email. People like paying for pictures of feet and elbows and like hands and stuff. Well, I've got feet and elbows and hands, as have all the girls and Tom. So I'm thinking, could Fresh have their own OnlyFans site? It was strange that when I was listening to a podcast last week. I'd had this conversation the day before with Pete, right? So he sent me a video, and it's this girl on the beach, and he's, she's been into by this guy. And he's like, how much money have you got in your bank right now? And she's like, uh, around, around $1 million. <laughs> wow. He's like, wow, that's a lot. He's like, what do you do? She's like, I said... <laughs> what, say it. Do I it. sell pictures of my feet. And Pete was like... Get back right now. We need to get some fucking pictures taken of your feet and get them on the internet. Because I've got, I mean, I'm going to blow my own trumpet here. I've got very attractive feet. Oh, there we People go. People make comments on them because I never have shoes or socks on it in my pictures when I'm in the office. People always say, what, can you not afford shoes? And also, haven't you got really pretty feet? I'm like, yes, thank you, I do. Yes, you're right. Okay. So people will pay good money for my feet, I reckon. Okay, so I'll tell you... Toenails <laughs> always painted. I'll tell you whose who's, who's, who's money that they wouldn't pay good money for. Oh, Vicky. Vicky's only got... What, and the only, we are not being mean. When we were talking about this in the office yesterday, Vicky brought a, f a strange fact to our attention she that did. apparently she only has four and a half toes. I'm hoping she means four and a half toes 
perfect. Because otherwise, <laughs> I am, that's a bigger I am problem. Concerned. And she never said which toe it was. That she has half of, yeah. And she she did send me a voice note to confirm as such. So, um, oh, by the way, Cheryl, Cheryl, will you just send me uh, a text to all know you listen to the podcast, please? Thank you. Um, yeah, so, so Vicky, Vicky might, but although perhaps some people would like four and a half toes. There we go. We don't know. But I, I definitely think it's got... The more I think about it now, right, the more I think it's got legs. Because there's loads of different... Hotels. Hashtag guess the foot, fr- guess the foot Fridays on, on oh OnlyFans. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> do wow. Not, do you not think? <laughs> um, <laughs> One other thing I want to talk about before we get into the, the you know, the, the good, the good the content... Good, the good tackle. Is the Freshies. Yeah. We went live with the Freshies this week. Um, the, it's Freshies 2023, so the, the event itself is on the 23rd of June next year, uh, but we've gone live with nominations, we've got some fantastic new categories. Yeah, we have. It's on the website, um, www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. What's FP stand for? Fresh Perspective. Thank you. Uh, and it's all over our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, LinkedIn, if you want to get involved, get nominating everyone. You can nominate yourself if you so wish. You can plug for nominations as well. And then the people with the most nominations become the finalists. No, they go through to the voting round and then the people with the most votes become the finalists. I was in the office yesterday and Andrea and Vicky and Cheryl asked me, Tony, have you nominated? I'm like, no, not yet. Like, oh my God. It's a ruminate on it. No, good heavens. Um, so yeah, the... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? The event is on the 23rd of June. And um, if you would like to get involved as regards uh, sponsorship, sponsorship. Message Vicky Taylor, Taylor on, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. There's it, lots of different things that you can sponsor for. There is. It just means we can generate more beans and cash for our charities instead of play, paying for entrance drinks and balloon arches and uh, videographers and Bongo players. Bongo people, yeah. Which just means we can make more money for charity. And we will shout our spuds off about all our sponsors. Oh, um, on the podcast, on social on media, po- on the night. Like and the in, everyone's going to be featured in Lancashire Life, so you'll be in there as well. Oh, my goodness, so whack. many positive things. Well, what's today's podcast about, well, Mr. Can Greenwood? Well, can I tell can I, um, the, the title is Don't Stop Me Now. Which is Queen. I'm having such a good, good time. time. I'm having a good time I'm now. Having a ball. Are you having a good Don't time? Stop me now. Are yeah. you having a good time? Yeah, I am. Yeah, good. I'm glad to hear that. I was a bit sad this morning. You were, but that's okay. It's all right to be sad sometimes. Well, I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. I told you, didn't I? <laughs> told you. Well, um, let's go. Don't stop me now. Today's episode is about the speed of business and life, isn't it? Yeah. Because. Tell me. Like recently, so I was speaking to a few people and I've been on a few podcasts. And one of the have things. Have you? Yes. Let me stop you there. Have you? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> carry on. I'm a man now, I need an agent. And then <laughs> one thing that people like, what's happening in the recruitment space at the moment? What are people struggling with? Everybody seems to be struggling at the moment. So we're doing things at Fresh to help with that in a variety of different ways. 
but I'm trying to spread the word about the main challenges at the moment and then give you some tips as how to overcome those challenges. So for me, a big issue with recruitment at the moment is speed, urgency and pace, which we have in buckets at Fresh. And the old, I mean, it might come across sometimes in the wrong way when people don't know us and they get, you know, it's a new relationship. They think that we might be rushing the process to fill it quickly so we can move on to another vacancy. That is not the case. The reason why we operate with speed, urgency and pace in recruitment is because it's a candidate led market at the moment it's very buoyant they have a lot of opportunities to choose from ah. um, and so everybody wants them so you have to move fast otherwise mm. a you're going to miss out on talent and b you're going to lose candidates that you've already found and really like because you're not moving fast enough do you communicate this to the clients from the get-go yeah so because this is such a problem at the moment we've I've added in a special slide into my proposal my pitch document well done to just talk about timings, urgency, pace, letting us know about your holidays. Um, so we can plan the recruitment campaign around it. It doesn't mean you can't go on holiday. It you can go on holiday, need, yeah. You can't. You absolutely can. We just need to plan it in and set candidate expectations. And then we have an SLA in our contract, which is there to, to inspire the clients to come back to us with feedback after CVs have been uh, reviewed and interviews have taken place quickly so we can get back to the candidates quickly with mm. the positive feedback, get them offers, get them a second interview fast before someone else snaps them oh, up. Oh, I see. Because they'll be in demand if they're good folk. Exactly. So, okay. we had a client recently, probably a, few, a month or two ago now, but we were working on the project. It was going really well. She wasn't the best at sticking to the terms in the contract, but, you know, we carried on. And then she just went on a four-week holiday. Oh Smack God. bang in the middle of the recruitment process. So, what happened to all the candidates? Well, she had these candidates she loved. And she said, I'll interview when I get back off my holiday. I'm like, in four weeks, four they'll be weeks. gone. They'll be gone. And I was like, this is not a good idea. She's looking, she's active in the marketplace. Someone else will snap her up. Is there nobody else in the business that can, can interview her? Because I know the managing director had helped out with interviews. We'll just do it from on Zoom. Oh, and she's like, no. And they didn't even reply to our last email. And then, she, and then the candidate got another job. Surprising. And she's like, oh, she was shocked. And then, and, and it's a really weird, like, a lot of, not a lot, probably less so than they used to be, but some clients' attitudes are, well, if they really wanted to work for us, they would wait. I'm like, no, no. no. I mean, who do you think you are? If you really want them, you'll Queen go. Queen of bloody Sheba. Shh. Where is Sheba? <laughs> no idea. No. It sounds hot. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It sounds like somewhere from, um, an exotic place, like, from like Egypt. Hi from, yeah, I was going to say from a, a place where He-Man would be. Remember He-Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the Masters, it was some kind of universe there. Grayskull. I'm rambling. I'm cash, yeah, near Castle Grayskull, Sheba, the Castle of Sheba, the Queen of Sheba. Okay, moving there. on. So, so what, so surely, surely if I flip that 180 degrees. Yeah. If you wanted that person you and you were so steadfast in wanting to recruit that person, you would actually go out of your way. You'd get your iPad out and on holiday. You'd heaven and earth. Well, you you do your best to, yeah. to, to recruit That's them. That's what I say. I'm glad you've said that because it makes me feel that it's not just me that feels this way. You should you shouldn't let your ego stand in the way of you know if someone if someone wants to work with me they'll they'll they'll, they'll just wait because people won't won't they that's the ego talking no man. because if that's how if you imagine how that makes them feel that that would that would that make them feel unappreciated unimportant unappreciated. Um, God, I'm very it's like a hotline today. I don't know why you've not turned your phone off. It's on silent. I'm going to put it over here that it don't vibrate. Um, and it's not just in recruitment, <laughs> is it? I remember from my sales training, time kills all deals. 
that was drummed into me, like, move fast. And that's not, that's if I, if I'm buying something or selling something. You want, you want to keep it moving, don't you? If you're not in touch with people, they think that you're not bothered about selling your stuff to them and they'll go to someone else. Yeah, there's a fine line between, there's a fine line between understanding where you are in the sales process and being too pushy. Yeah, it's how you do it, isn't it, in a lot of cases? Yeah, there's a fine line between trying to encourage the customer to hurry themselves along and explaining the timeline it takes to go live. You know yeah, what I mean? and so I suppose it's... it's um, who was it recently? So if, so if I get a lead and someone contacts me because they want to talk to me, I don't like leave it for two weeks. Oh my God, no. No, you operate with urgency and pace on You respond quickly. You give them availability for as soon as they can because they want, they want something. They need some help with whatever it is you're whatever selling. The, yeah, the, whatever product like, oh, or I'll service. Just, I can speak to you in six weeks' time because they go somewhere else. And presumably on that, on that call, you would qualify all their needs with regards to timeline, yeah. what sort of resource they've got, when they're in the market. Because they might just be going, oh, yeah, what's the crack with Fresh if I want to recruit someone? So you need to qualify where like, they are in the buying cycle. Yeah. Where are they in the buying cycle and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. You know? And then what is quite ironic is I always ask people, when do you need the, when they're like, right, we need new candidates, we go through the process, and like, right, when do you need them to start? Because then we need, then you can. Work backwards Because if they say, oh, I need to start in four months' time, we probably don't need to start recruiting just yet. We'll walk it back, you factor in notice periods, how long it might take to find them, interview them, offer them, blah, blah, blah. But every, most people always say ASAP. Or some people think they're jokers and that they're unique in this joke. They go, yesterday. (laughs) 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 Oh, yes. Oh, my God, it's so funny. I've not heard that one before. Of course. Um, But then I'm like, okay, so, and I clarify why and what the impacts would be if they didn't have someone in and realistically. And then they go, oh, by the way, I'm going on holiday in the middle of the process. I'm like, where is this urgency gone that you had at the beginning when you wanted me to get my time machine out of the garage and find someone yesterday? Where is this urgency gone? Now you're going away for two weeks or four mm. weeks. I'm like, and then they're like, oh, the candidates will wait. I'm like, no, no, no they won't. Would you? You wouldn't wait. You, you wouldn't, you People don't like waiting. We don't wait for an internet connection anymore. <laughs> we don't like waiting longer than half an hour to get our starters in a restaurant. People don't like waiting. But apparently when they're hiring, they expect everyone to wait. Well, that's just a miss. What's the word? That's a myth. A, it's a misalignment of the, of the understanding of the market, isn't it? Yeah, and it's the same with customer service, not just sales and recruit. I think in any area of business, like if you're on hold for ages where you try and ring up, you've got a problem and you're really frustrated because your internet's not working, um, and then you're on hold for ages, or they go, oh, I just need to speak to a manager, I'll look into it, and then, then they put you on hold again for ages, and there's no, and they're like, oh, we'll get back to you, and then they don't get back to you. There's no urgency to fix the situation, and it's frustrating. Yeah, it is. Very, very Everyone frustrating. Everyone just needs to hurry up. People that drive at 15 miles an hour as well, they annoy me. Well, get it all out, sister. I mean, anything else? Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, no one's got any urgency. Come on. I'm. Um, get to move on. When, when are you at your most urgent best? Not in the morning. Oh, so I'm not early in the morning. Anyway. All right, so I'm I'm at my best between six a.m. and half eleven. That's when I'm flying. That's when I do oh. my calls. That's when I do prospecting. That's when I try and close my business. That's what the business that I'm doing. That's why. That's why I've got as much. That's where I, I always put my pedal to the metal. That's where okay. I'm the best. I like to have my meetings in an afternoon or my admin or do proposals and stuff like that because I know I'm a little bit more relaxed. A bit more pizzazz. Yeah, I come out of the coffee. I come out of the coffee bus and got onto the Vimto bus, so I'm not as you know. There's not as much energy, and I'm a bit more, 
subdued and balanced. Mm. Whereas in the morning, I'm like, let's go, go, go. Low. Let, let's, let's, we're doing deal. I work in sales, so I'm, you know what I mean? I'm high energy, high yeah. octane. A um, lot of, a um, lot of noise, a lot of movement, a lot of, a lot of things happen. I did, <laughs> I did six kilometers in my house walking around on the phone yesterday. <laughs> that's how, because that's how I get my energy across. On the phone because I'm not in front of people. When I'm on the call, you know, you could, I'm moving my hands now. I, I like to, I like to be expressive and have a lot of excitement in in my voice and in my tone. I can tell. I, I can know. tell. I would say with regards to meetings, I think between ten and ten and two is probably my optimal time for a meeting. I've too but much I feel like I'm always full of urgency and pace. Maybe not between the hours of six and nine though. I have too much energy for a meeting in the morning. Oh really? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm too, I'm too pumped. Too excited, like Tigger. Yeah, yeah. On speed. And I, yeah, and I need a bit of or oh, coffee. I need a bit of. It's a family show. I need a bit of food and I need a bit of impetus to just like to, to bring down the energy levels and subdue the Tiggerness a little Aww. bit. You know what I mean? This and, is very cute. But that's good, isn't it? Because yeah. because uh, I'm not always, you know, I'm not always like that five days a week. But like four out of five, I'm like, you know, but, but as, as I like to do my calls between ten and twelve. That's the window. Power hour. And, or nine thirty till twelve. That's when I really want to put my pedal to the metal, honestly. And anything, anything can be happening. I mean, the, a nuclear warhead can go out, off outside me. I, I am not stopping my calls. Like people could ring me for stuff. I'm not ringing them back. I'm laser focused. I'm laser focused. This is excellent. I, I really like this. I, I enjoy focusedness. Fo I, like I think you just call it focus. Mm. Hocus pocus, really, make it focus. I really like it. Because you just get shit done, don't you? Yeah, and I think <coughs> my relaxed pace, my relaxed pace is in an afternoon or an evening. I'm a morning guy. I know, I can tell. <laughs> I'm a morning guy. <laughs> if you are struggling with your sales and your recruitment or your customer service, we'll have a look at urgency and pace. Because mm. we... You'll like oh, we, we, all these candidates we keep losing them. I'm like, oh, this is awful. Let's look at why. And the main reason why is because they're not moving fast enough. And then, if they, and then on top of that is personality, communication. But it is just moving quickly. You need to move quickly at the moment to compete for talent. In any competition, you have to look at how you can beat the competition and come out on top. And in a lot of cases, it is speed, it is focus, it is urgency, dedication, commitment to the cause, whatever it is that you're doing at the time. And recruitment is no different. If you were doing a proposal call to a new client on board for a new position today, would you say that to the customer? Yes, I say it to everybody because I always have to say we have to do a lot more proactive outreach now to candidates because they're not applying to adverts like Sheesh. they used to do. But when you're in them, they're, they're looking for a new job, they're interested, they're uploading their CVs onto the job boards, but they're not applying to adverts, so you have to proactively contact them. Right, okay. So I'm always saying things have changed, you've got to move quickly. I explain why we have the SLA in place. It's to protect them, it comes from a good place, it's not to rush them, it's to make sure we secure the candidates they like without losing them. Do you think there's anything else you can do X percent along the process, pre-interview stage or or any 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 stage, any 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 uh what's the word? I was gonna say trigger point, but that's not correct. Like milestone. Thank you. Any milestone, we'll cut that last bit Checking out. Checking point. Is there any <clears throat> Is there any milestone along the process, Laura, where you would check in with the client and discuss pace, urgency? 
speed. Probably not a specific point, but I, I am I'm recognising at the moment. It seems to be more of an issue. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's been half term. Apparently that that's, throws a spanner in the works. So we've added that into our project kickoff calls, not just about asking them if there's any holidays coming up, but what we've realised is we need to we need to look at whether it's half term or some holidays are coming up because the person that you're dealing mm. with who's doing the interviews might not be off on holiday, but a lot of other people in the business will be, which means they're busier, so they have less time for recruitment. Oh, very good. So, why saying we've got any holidays coming up? They're like, no, we're like, brilliant, but we're not looking at what other things might impact their availability to be sure. fast. Mm. Um, but even so, with our new process and our new proposal document um, slide deck, we have a client at the moment, and I went through this slide with them, and I explained about the, four, the lady with the four-week holiday. She was like, oh my God, why would you do that? Of course you're going to impact the project. And then they've done the same thing they're like oh I can't I'm, I'm, everyone's off for half term and then they've given us interview dates even though these candidates were sent two weeks ago and then it's been half term they've now come back from half term and give us interview dates for in two weeks time I'm like that means That's it will be four weeks and they've not had any interviews from the client it's, it's a first stage I'm like and we've already had dropouts this this week. People have dropped out of the process, and it's like it's too late. I feel like I don't know what else we can do to convey this message because I've done everything with this new customer. I've got we've got the new slides, we've got the new kickoff document. We've I need to I need to ring them. It's Simple. Just, so I'm going to have to get involved. Like how's things going? I've I've noticed this. How can we improve it? What can we do to help? Who else can we get involved? It's We need to add in a telephone interview so you can at least get Touch some base. engagement with yeah, the candidate before you work. expect them to wait in for another two weeks. It's like, come on, guys. Recruitment is tough. More and more people are coming to us at the moment because it's tough, because they're struggling to find and hold on to people. But then they're making it harder for us by really slowing things down. And then they're like, why would I find this person? I'm like, I will tell you why. Because they're losing candidates left, right and centre because you're not moving fast enough. Stick to the process. And, stick to the process, and, stick and, to the plan. And be urgent. And, there you and go. go with appropriate pace. And please, if you're recruiting in any walk of life, don't leave it four weeks for an interview because people will get disillusioned and probably go to someone else who cares. Well, me and Emily quite often liken the recruitment process to dating, don't we? Like, your interviews are your dates, um, you know, you get to know each other. You don't just jump straight in with a marriage proposal. You get to know each other first. You make sure mm. they've got, mm. you've got similarities, things mm. in common. And if you, if you <coughs> were chatting to someone and then you didn't get back to them for four weeks... When you do get back to them, they've probably moved on to someone else. They'd be like, well, you didn't contact me for weeks. I felt like you just weren't that into me. And I've moved on. I've got, um, you know, got see, a couple of dates with someone else. Seen, it's going really well, yeah, so no, thank you very Julian much. from Adlington now, and he's he's brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. Julian Sausages. Yeah, he's a good painter and decorator. But, like, things painting. that people... People deal with certain situations and things in normal life. But when it comes to recruitment, all of those lessons that we learn and the things that we know to be true seems to just get chucked out the window. But for recruitment, they don't think it applies. And it's very strange. Can you... Can you convey that analogy to your clients or not or would you think there would be yeah best? I mean I have talked about it to some people you, yeah, yeah and not all clients would it would go down well with no. the ones that are more akin to, to our culture yes would, would take I it see. on board alright so yeah because really what recruitment is is people engaging with people mm. it's just like networking it's just like sales customer service marketing but and but for some reason people treat recruitment differently to every other element of business and life and, and I don't know why mm. 
Because no one likes waiting. Everyone always wants them to put out more, put on more checkout people because hate waiting. Yeah. There you go. I've got loads of analogies for this, but I feel like I've made my point. I feel like I should shut up. This has been episode 117 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Thank you so much. Quite ranty. I apologise, but I really listening. needed to get my passion across. <laughs> you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. And if you're listening to this, and if you've got all the way to the end of the podcast, thank you. Thank you thank so much. Thank you very much. much. Tell one person you know about this podcast, if you can. If you're going to the Hive Awards this, after, uh, this evening at King George's Hall, good luck to you uh, if you are nominated. Uh, if, if you're Unless you're in our categories, then... No, sorry. No. Um, <laughs> good luck to us. Good luck to all the people that are <laughs> nominated in other categories. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor the Fresh Perspective on Business podcast, please drop Laura Leyland or Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn. Um, seek us out on social media. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now with the revamp YouTube channel, you can check out the rest of the business on our website, fp-resourcing.co.uk, which stands for Fresh Perspective. That's it. Um, anything else to add, Laura, please? No, I am good. Thank you so much for checking in and listening to us waffle on. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.